Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes as usual. We have our evening with medium events coming up um, in December. We have gone ahead and canceled our July and August events. Ticket holders have already been refunded their money. If you've had any issues whatsoever, give us a call directly at 705 476-2613, or you can email us at info at buysarlo.com. Tickets are on sale for the December event, and we will keep you posted amidst this COVID-19. Nightmare. She forgot (laughs) nightmare. Yes, I did. (laughs) Okay. Um, And we're almost out of it, we hope. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Those are 10 to 15 minute shows. They always run in a series of five the first week of every single month, Monday to Friday. The very first one is always available on the website by sarlo.com, free. The remaining four are found at patreon.com backslash by Sarlo. That is, in fact, a group of five. Kelly and I are huge on trying to share emotional and spiritual intelligence with you so that the quality of your life can change and get more productive, less stress, less depression. Good. Yes. So if you want to check out patreon.com, it's a paid membership platform. You can head over there, patreon.com slash by as Karen mentioned. We've got eight tiers with all kinds of different benefits on a monthly basis. And if you have questions about it, just give us a call or email us. Today's show. No, our business. If you do want to book a personal session with either Karen or myself, we are still up and running out of our home offices. We are doing sessions via telephone, telephone, Skype, FaceTime, Zoom. I don't even know which words I was mashing up together there. Um, And there's also WhatsApp as an option. Um, So you guys can request uh, sessions through the website, call us or email us if you're looking for those. And gift certificates are still available for contactless pickup. Awesome. Now today's show. Yes. Okay. Um, I cannot remember the way this came through, but it's over technology, so it's not telephone. So we're seeing each other face to face because again, it's COVID days. So we're using FaceTime or Skype or whatever. And um, this client um, had a half hour booking. She asked what I got around career. And said that um, that she would like to just go open with it and see what came through. And very quickly, her information came in that she was on a stress leave. So her guides said she's not working currently. She does not want to return to work. She wants to stay on a stress leave till she can retire. And I'm thinking, okay, is that a, like a week or two? No, two years. And I'm like, a stress leave for two years. So, okay, what does that mean? And the guide said, well, her stress leave is about her behavior. And not an illness per se of disease, pain. um, Disability. Thank you. Jeez. There's disability leave. Right. But that she wants the stress leave and that she wants her doctor just to keep, like, just to give her a year so that she can just do nothing for the year and then go back and say she's still stressed, but not have to actually say anything about it and get another year. And she's not telling the doctor she has two years to retirement. She's just hoping that she's going to be able to go in one more time, request one more year. And in her mind, it's all mapped out that this is just going to be easy She's discussed it with her husband. They have a plan. And 
um, they just are calling to ask a psychic a psychic question about will the plan work? That's the session. That's what she's calling for. And so she's not being specific, Kelly, because she's testing to see if I'm going to get that and give her her answer. Because if I figure all of that out and I give her the answer, you're going to be fine, then she's going to believe that. So it's like, it's really interesting to me that the guides come in and that's how quickly they said it. So I just said that in under a minute. And that's how quickly um, they tidied up some things <laughs> nicely so that I could offer her all of that information, which I did. You know, it's so funny. I, I assume that after 250-some shows that you yeah. have learned how to put together things really eloquently. <laughs> because I would have just said they caught her. And you well. said tied things up nicely. <laughs> yes, they tied things up nicely. And I thought it was interesting <laughs> how they did it and how compassionate and how kind. Yeah. And it, like I just I just absolutely fall in love with the guides over and over again. And I remember earlier this morning texting my sister, your your Aunt Allison, and I said, What are you looking forward to today? And she gave me a list of beautiful things she's looking forward to today. And then she said, and what are you looking forward to? And I said, I'm looking forward to a day of talking to dead people. I'm looking forward to a day of talking to the spirit world. That is like the best thing ever. And then being able to help people as much as I can, where they take the information, where it might help them in their lives. And this illustrates this perfectly for mm. me. So I'm enjoying my time with her guides. And so I turned my attention um, to her. So first of all, what would you like to call her? Uh, Lynn. Lynn? Okay. So I said all of this information to Lynn about her retirement in two years and her plan to go into the doctor's office once right away for the one more year. Once after that for one more year. She doesn't want to be called more often <laughs> than once a year. Um and then she'd step into retirement and she she says yes so now she's super excited because she thinks oh my god she's not that bad of a psychic after all she's she's getting this so now i'm going to get my my answer that i can do all of this and she goes and called the wrong woman lady <laughs> well she 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 you can see her happiness yeah. You, you can, and you can also see by her eyes darting from that she's looking at the computer to going like this, that her husband is probably mm -hmm. just off behind the laptop to that corner going, mm -hmm. like giving her, you know, her thumbs up that this is all going to work for her. And she said, do you get anything else? And I know what she means. She wants to know, is this plan going to work? But I don't want to say to Karen that this is a plan. Or that this might not be an honest plan. And so the guide said, we'd really like you to speak to her about, about the universal law of honesty. And I'm like, well, this should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> really, guys? Can't I just answer the question? <laughs> You're not going to get away with it? <laughs> Can't I just say it? <laughs> and they said, you know, we'd like you to go through some things with her first. And she's going to hang in there, so go ahead. She's nice. actually a little bit open. Go ahead. 
And I'm thinking, really? And they're like, just wait a second. Her husband's going to leave. You're going to notice that she focuses on you. He thinks it's in the bag. He's going out to mow the lawn. <laughs> okay, cool. And she's she's somewhat open to listening to things that you have to say today. So I took a little pause to listen to what they wanted to say. And then she said, what else did you get about that? And I said, well, Lynn, I said, the guides are saying that the leave is a stress leave, not a medical leave in terms of a medical condition diagnosis. I said, it's not that you actually have a depression where you need counts like or medication, like it's not chemical or, you know, based on like that you have MS with depression with it, like stuff like that. I said, it's actually just about your behavior. And I said, but you would like me to word it that it's about your boss's behavior because you haven't considered that it's your own. And she was so receptive to that. She was receptive to the way that it was worded. Mm -hmm. And she goes, yeah. She goes, could you go on? She goes, it is an anxiety leave. And she goes, it is about the way my boss is treating me. And I said, well, that that's that's the point. The guides are trying to point out here that you have some of your own patterns, some of your own behaviors at work, and you don't see that it's taken a decade or two for your boss to hit fried with you. And she just looks at me and goes, okay. She goes, could you elaborate on, on this aspect? And so I really saw an openness mm-hmm. in Lynn to think for the first time, wow, this was all through my own filter. And I said, Lynn, the guides are saying that every sentence you say is that you're on a stress leave because you're being bullied. You use the words, my boss is bullying me over and over like a mantra. And she goes, yes, I do. And I said, you've worded that way to your husband and your friends so that they're actually reiterating that back to you. So you've created this expression that each of them wants to buy into because they don't have to challenge you. They don't have to ask you how you've contributed to it. And you don't have any friends in your friend group that want to challenge you. You've got all people pleasers. And I said, um, your husband wants to people please you as well because it would suit him to have you at home while he goes to work. It would be easier right now for you to be home because you're not physically incapable So you're doing the cooking and the cleaning and the groceries. You're picking up things so much that he's able to be mothered. He's able to have like a cleaning lady, um, a a person who runs all the errands. Like you're picking up all the slack. So he's not going to challenge what you're doing because you're in a better mood. Because you're now socializing and having more parties on the weekends and he's enjoying it. So like his quality of life is like you are fully healthy and retired. And so he sees a lot of good in it for him. So he he can't see why he should challenge this. And you're helping out the kids by babysitting and they're offering to pay you. So you're making your your paycheck and you're making some extra money on top of that where the two of you are putting a little bit of money away there for a little nest egg because the kids are saying, here are the grand, your grandkids and we'll pay you what we would have paid daycare. So she's making money on top of it. So she's actually... Double dipping. Yeah. 
and they're, she's not paying taxes on that. They're, they're just paying her. There's, there's no collection for, for the government. Um, so she's quite happy that she's got an income coming in plus her pension and benefits at the job. So she's figured out a real way to use all the systems and there are enough people in her life that are encouraging her to repeat her mantra. So she walks in confidently to a doctor's office, really believing it because it's suiting everybody in her life. And she doesn't want to go back to what she was doing. And she goes, well, when I explain all of this to her, she says to me, this is a hard pill to swallow, but it's really true and I'm really happy. So don't the spirit guides want me to be happy? What's she happy about? That she's getting a pension and or, or that she's oh. getting all of her paycheck. I thought she was agreeing to the part where she was double dipping and oh, no, she's, she wasn't working. And. Yeah, she is. She thinks the guides should be happy that she's getting away with it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we are understanding each other in this conversation, Kelly. <laughs> she thinks the guides should be happy if she's happy. <laughs> I have so much to learn <laughs> about humans. Uh. <laughs> so I, I, you know, honestly, I get asked questions like that, and I really don't know how to answer them sometimes. So I just listen to the guides and go, yeah, you guys can answer that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not touching it. I'm not, I'm not up for a lecture of trying to teach somebody about accountability and responsibility. What the hell? So what do you guys want to want to say to her? And so they came back and said, there's a great book called The Life You Were Born to Live by Dan Millman about the universal laws of accountability, honesty, integrity. And she sits there and she goes, so you're going to say no, right? Like they're not happy with what I'm doing then? And I think it's really interesting because Lynn, Lynn can see her own shit and then she's, she's laughing with me right along because while they're confronting her, she already knows it all. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like she's tremendously relieved that somebody's honest mm-hmm. and that she doesn't have that with all of her friends and her husband and her children. Everybody's encouraging her in her dishonesty and enjoying it. And happy about it and helping her maintain it. So she feels okay with it when she's around them. But when she sits with me and we're just talking to the spirit guides, you like she's she just makes it so obvious how she, how relieved she is to hear the honesty. Mm-hmm. And so I said, let's let's take a step back. Can I ask the spirit guides about the job and, and about the situation that you refer to as anxiety to the point where you need a stress leave? And she goes, yeah, yes, you can do that. Because here is a, a point in her life where she truly feels she's right. So I said to, and she thinks she's sitting in her honesty and her integrity and everything in that. So the guides say to me, well... She has her patterns of people-pleasing to an extreme degree. The boss doesn't ever really know that she can't do something because she doesn't say, I don't know how to do this, or I didn't get the training, or the younger people came with these skills and I'm older and I don't know this. 
I don't know how to use this phone. I don't know how to use this system. She doesn't speak up. So the anxiety, as far as she's concerned, she is sincere. Does she speak up about it to say, I don't know how to use this system. I need extra training. My brain doesn't function like the younger people or even the people my age. So, so what's the bullying part then? Well, then the boss, once the boss sees that she's not doing the job, she's, like the boss is, being, is getting frustrated. So the bullying part comes in when the boss says, get it done. And she sees that as bullying. The boss doing the boss's job? That's what I'm saying. But she words it to her friends and to her family that she's being picked on because the boss is saying, get it done. So now she's not saying, I can't, I don't know how. She's going in on the weekend. She's putting in extra hours with no training, but she's still trying to figure it out on her own. So now it does look like she's being bullied because she's putting in extra hours and not getting paid. So now the husband and the family are saying they don't appreciate you, Ma. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. And so I confronted her and said, you people, please, but don't truthfully say to your boss what's really going on. You don't say that you can't digest it or that you really need extra training or you need someone to sit right beside you until you get it until you can do it on your own, and you still may need to be checked after that for six months, you're not really saying what you need. And she says, that's very true. And you can see in Lynn a, a, a real strong ability that when we're speaking about it, that she is very honest mm -hmm. and that she's very comfortable being honest. And I said, so Lynn, I said, you, you're sabotaging. This is your inner saboteur that's actually destroying where you could stay for the last two years and do your job and enjoy it. Well, I don't know about that. Well, I said, well, no, you don't. You can't know because you don't have an emotional skill set to sit down with a coworker and say, could you help me on, my, on our lunch today? You don't go up to your boss and say, I've made five mistakes today or just in the last hour because I'm not entering the data right and I'm and I'm not willing to ask for extra training or extra help. So Kelly, she is making so many mistakes. And so the other employees are approaching her and saying you didn't enter this right, you have to re-enter that and she sees that as bullying. So that's her truest definition of I'm being bullied by my coworkers. They're all picking on me. Well, they're all seeing her problems. They're all identifying them to her. They're identifying them to management because the consequences are coming through with their clients. They're coming through in the whole system of the company. And she's creating a catastrophe because she can't deal with her saboteur. She can't stop the people pleasing. Mm -hmm. She can't stop her own patterns. And so her boss is seeing this and trying to confront her. So she brings her into a meeting and says, tell me what you need. And because of the people pleasing, she won't ad admit to what she needs. The boss tries to say, look, I've got a list of the mistakes that you've made. And she just says, you're stressing me out. So there's conflict in the meetings where the boss 
feels that she's brick walling her. And she turns around and says the boss is brick walling, brick walling her. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love the session because I think this happens a lot in work environments. Yeah, it's, it's so foreign to me. And I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. I've never walked into a job, even at 16 years old, and thought I should know how to do something. I've walked in, and when I've been asked to do something, I've said, sure, teach me. Sure, I don't know how to do that. Who trains me? Like, it, there's an agreeableness because I love learning, but my brain would never go to, yes, panic, not tell anyone that I can't do it, and then create so many problems and waste so much time, money, and resources of, a, of the rest of the staff. I understand it. I get it. Yeah, like I just, I can't, okay. No, I, you say you can't, and I say I can and, I, and I'm listening. I'm, I'm hearing that. And that's why I said I have a lot to learn mm-hmm. about humans because I just, that thought would never enter my mind. So to hear it, re- I am really am listening, not just as a listener to your story because I don't know it, but as a total foreign brain. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. And I do recognize that that's a good strength because it yeah. means that, that you're open to to all kinds of humility and, and learning. Yeah. Yeah, I just never considered that the alternative was to just say yes and be stuck. But she has a husband who criticizes her and puts her down. Of course. And yeah, and I wanted to ask because you're saying that like the husband's noticing happy things and he's enjoying that. And it's like, well, where is this pattern of abuse coming from then? It's coming from him and it came from her her mother. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it had to come through in the session that she's afraid of the criticism. She's afraid of not doing well. She's afraid of saying she needs help. She's afraid of saying so much because it's always met with, well, well stupid. Can't you figure that out? Mm. Can't you do that? Well, that's easy. Like it, it's not, it's not, no, excuse me. It's that. And that is enough. Yeah. Nice correction. Oh, I'm trying. So that is enough that 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 treatment from a mom, so from birth till husband, husband till today, and it's between her and the boss now Mm -hmm. because she's not dealt with it with her mom. She's not dealt with it with her husband. And so this boss is sitting there wanting to pull her own hair out because she can't really deal with any of this with Lynn because it goes to the husband and to her mother. And so Lynn is just content to say, how do we get rid of her? Because unless she sits down and she's able to deal with this, where Lynn, pardon me, Lynn's boss has sat down and said, look, I'm good at confrontation skills. I'm in human resources. I know how to approach these things, but I'm not allowed to cross the line and say, Lynn, is your husband abusing you? Did your mom abuse you? I'm not allowed. So she's allowed to try and offer other things, but Lynn is too embarrassed to say, I'll stay and I'll do this. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's, um, Lynn presents a brick wall repeatedly, but that makes complete sense because in her home and with her parents, Mm -hmm. she had brick walls but doesn't realize that she's become one. Mm 
And so the the spirit guides said and explained all of this to me. And it, you know, I don't know how you and I keep saying to the, that the spirit guides explain this to us because it's like a downloading. Mm-hmm. We see, we feel, it's like a movie. I don't know how to use all the senses that we use inner knowing, all of these things, and then explain all of this to Lynn. And all I can see in Lynn when I say about the criticism from the husband and the put-downs and from her mom, that she sits there and she says, yeah, what's that got to do with the job? And I have to tie it together for her to say there's no confidence, no self-esteem, there's fear of speaking up and saying anything. It's easier to to make the mistakes. It's easier to, and I'm going to say that clearly, it's easier to make the mistakes, put up the brick wall, go on a stress leave, lie to your doctor, or just not tell all the truth. However, I'm just saying all of it. Get your stress leave for the two years and stay in that marriage and do your retirement, take your benefits, and continue with life. That's how she feels. Because to do anything else is going to be feeling like she's removing a boulder. Well, she'd have to dismantle her whole life. Yes. So I don't want to dismantle my life. So can you just give me the answer? Will I get away with this? I won't word it that way, but that's what I mean. Because she knows that she's trying to get away with the sick leave. And it's going to rest on what she says to a doctor and how she words it to be able to just have that buyout for two years where I just don't have to go to work. Not deal with the husband, not deal with telling the children the truth, even though the children know the truth. Mm -hmm. They don't even want to approach their mother about this. So they're happy and they're happy with it. Because they have childcare. Because they have childcare. And they can pay mom half the amount. And she's thrilled with it because they're saving money. And you know, childcare doesn't run just from nine to three or nine to five. They can leave the kids for the evening and then for the weekend. Like like the benefits here for them, not to help their mother move through any of this or to confront the patterns in the family, have their own little payoffs. And they've all figured out their payoff. And it just hinges on one physician not wanting to challenge anything. Just on one physician. And I know that's that's not the point of the story, but I'm just saying. No, but it's an interesting point because <laughs> yep. if that physician is motivated by a, a script and, and his paycheck or her paycheck, then it might not even be about confrontation. It might not even be that they're not good at their job. They're just not ethical. Or it just could simply be that, that they've only got so much time in 10 minutes mm-hmm that they can only deal with one issue, this is going to mean that I say no and I have to refer her to the therapy or... and Do that in 10 minutes. Yeah, but I'm just saying there can be payoffs for everybody. Mm-hmm. And some people might think, who cares, Karen? Who cares? What a story. Oh, I'll tell you, your next life cares. <laughs> well, but I'm just saying, some people will say when they hear the story today, who cares, Karen and Kelly Sarlo? Get a, get a, get a life, you two. Uh, let her go on her stress leave. Let her get her retirement and her pension. Let her live her damn life. Uh, the doctor can get paid. Um, the company will be at a loss. Oh, who cares? It's just a company. They all have bottomless amounts of money. 
because some people really truly believe that nobody gets hurt in this. <laughs> there are people that will listen to this show and think, girls, get over it. Why, what's the, why is this a show? Click, turn off to something else. Yeah, and I feel like whoever's listening to episode you know, 261 is not because you're with us. But you're right. People could be joining, you know, halfway through or discovering us in four years and feel that way. Um, but I, I was not kidding, though, about your next life cares. Yes. And, you know, sure, yeah, you want to just decide to, what, write off the rest of your life? Like, okay, um, if that's what you want. But, I mean, you've got a lot of repeating to do in the next life. And I, I don't know, to me, that's terrifying. Yeah, me too. I can totally understand why you find that terrifying. Yeah. But I think if people don't really believe in a spirit world, or they don't really believe in their own soul, or growth, or any of this, who cares? Well, and this is what boggles my mind, because like, if you believe in nothing, okay, yeah, that could make sense then. But there are so many people that are still attached to a religion, whether they practice or not, they are still very much motivated by the fear of what that religion tells them will come in the afterlife. Yeah. And it's like, really? Or, or maybe humans are just at the point where it's like, if it's not affecting me that badly right now, then I don't care. Yeah. Kind of like our health. Yeah, and he also died on the cross for my sins. That might be one of my sins. Yeah, but apparently, well, I mean, that's one religion and yeah, I'm they're just still saying. going to hell. So. Well, but some people don't think they're going to hell because your sins are all absolved because, you know, he died. Well, that's a Christianity um, lineage that I'm un unfamiliar with. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that that's just one. I realize there are many. Mm -hmm. So then I asked the spirit guides and did a check-in with them and said, where are we going with this? And the guides said, could you mention to her that there are other options? And I said, yes, which one are you referring to? And they said, well, she could call and ask her boss for an appointment and say that she would like to come in to discuss what she's learned um, and how she can foresee things going forward. And that she's coming in with, with openness and wants to collaborate in the phone call so that the boss knows what the tone of her intention is for the meeting. Then can you talk to her about the fact that if she asked herself some questions, could we move through this a little easier and with a better outcome? And I said, well, what kind of questions would you have her think? And they said, well... Could she, could she see her own part in this? And I said, okay. So I asked her. I said, your guides want to know if you see your own part in this. And she goes, I do. And I said, do you see your own part in that you people please so much and don't say what your needs are that that combination could create problems for other people? And she goes, yes. And I said, have you actually seen that it has created problems because they've been presented to you? Yes. Do you own any of that? No, I haven't. Do you know and, and can you see that you've been lying to your family, to your friends, and to your spouse? Yes. Could you tell them or not tell them that, you need your, that you're learning, that you're on a new learning curve, that there is a new program 
and that you're going in for training. And that since you've left, some things have changed, which is kind of true. And that you could go in and actually learn and ask questions. And you could say when you truly don't know and don't understand something. Could you also be open to the fact that you might not go back to that job because you have not kept up with its growth? And she went, oh. And I said, as you were supposed to read manuals and learn and do things, you didn't. The other people did. And, it's, and they struggled through, but they did it. And I said, so can you acknowledge or could you see that the job has left you behind? And she says, yeah, I can see that. And I said, could you be happy then if the company offered you a different position? And she goes, only if I'm making the same amount of money. Because you deserve it? Well, and that, that's another question. So would you deserve it? And then she says, well, I'm not, I'm not taking any less. I said, not the question. Not, that's what I said, not the question. And I said, could we just pause for a moment and consider the question that if you're not capable anymore and you could take another job, yeah, I'm not doing that because then when I retire in two years, I won't make as much money. So I'm not taking anything less. That's why I want my sick leave. So I said, so do you see that you didn't keep up with the position and you are the one that put yourself in this position, but you want the company to have to suffer and move through this. Yes. And I said, do you see why your boss is angry with you? And why they brought up the law of honesty. Yes. And then she sat back and she looked at me and she went, this is really hard, but yes, I see it. And I said, They want you to be able to see it, to be able to see different options, and to come up with a plan of action that has integrity in it. And I said, so what if you went in and you were able to say, you know, I could take another job. Are there any other jobs that are around the same salary as me? Is there a job that's $1,000 less? Could I live with that $1,000 less a year? Could I make that up if I'm still going to babysit my grandkids? And she went, yeah, I could do that. And I said, so if you go back and, or you sit down and you take time, not with your husband, not with somebody that wants you to stay where you are right now, including in your dishonesty, but if you actually sit down and go through a list of questions and prepare that, could you go back to that boss and sit down and say, here's my ownership in this? This is what I've done. This is what the corner that I've put this company in and you as my boss. Can you tell me what you could offer me? What what are the options here if I don't want a change in salary? Or is there a possibility of an increase if I'm doing a different job? If there is a decrease, can I live with it? Because that's what's happened because I didn't do this. Can I take the decrease until I'm trained better and then go back up again in three months? where then for my retirement, I will have been back at my salary. I said, could you sit down with honesty and collaborate with that boss from a place of coming in and saying, I'm owning my stuff. What are the real options on the table that are truthful now? And your husband doesn't get to go into that conversation with you. This is, this is your job. 
not his. This is yours. Mm-hmm. He'll have his own shit coming when he goes to retire. He's got his own stuff to deal with. This is yours. So we left it at this. On behalf of that boss, because <laughs> she'll probably never get to shake your hand. You. Holy fuck. Game changer. <laughs> Thank you. So we made a plan of action between her and the, her and her guides to ask herself, and we wrote them all down, the series of questions to ask her. Do you know how many lives you just affected? No. I mean, I could say this at the end of every show, but like, if she chooses to take that path that the guides laid out for her, that you just chose to sit back and channel for her that day, with no attachment to it, which I always think is is wildly fascinating for us, um, that boss has less stress. Those employees have less shit to pick up. They yeah. can just go do their jobs. Yeah. That morale in the company gets to get, have that boost that it's needed for a long time because mm-hmm. the staff won't be mad that they're overcompensating for someone that the company won't let go of. And par- Thank you, Kelly. And I, it, what, what comes near the end of this session is the fact that the boss does not want her to leave. The boss likes other qualities in her. The boss really wants her... To, to be able to come back and approach her, to be able to say, okay, if you can't do this, and really your brain just is not going to absorb this marketing program or this accounting yeah. program, then you have so much experience here. Mm-hmm. Why don't you offer mentorship? Why don't you do these other positions here? Mm-hmm. She wants to collaborate, but she and her husband, Lynn and her husband, have put up brick walls mm-hmm. to protect each other. Mm. Or just him. I was just going to say, in bottom line, him. And the kids. Yes. And the co-workers like her, like they don't like the behavior she's done at the end of this and the last part in this, but her co-workers like her, they miss her. And bottom line, she misses them. Mm-hmm. And the respect that her boss used to have for her before this situation and she started falling behind was tremendous. And she wants to give her the opportunity to come back and to get that back. Cool. So there there are all these different aspects. And of course, I, I can say that I know that because of the intuitive gifts. Lynn has to be told that. Mm-hmm. So Lynn has to be told, look, your coworkers miss you, <laughs> but they miss the old you, not the one that's lying, not the one that's making mistakes and won't own up to it. And not compromising the, them. Yes. Not the one that's creating more and more problems with their clients. Not the boss anymore who who loves her qualities and her abilities, who's watching her lie, who's watching her go right down this shithole and can't figure out for the love of her why, mm-hmm. and who is sitting there thinking, what did I do wrong as her boss? And she looks at me and she goes, what? And I said, your boss wants to know in her head all the time what she did wrong, what she could have done to help you more. You were valued in this company, but because you went down this path, so much broke and so many other people broke. You have a chance here. That's why the guides are saying, can you pick it up and go back with a different attitude and approach and put on your grown-up panties and show up. For anyone listening today who's retired, maybe doesn't have this experience in a job, can you listen today as a partner? 
yeah. as an adult child, oh, nice. as a sibling. Can you listen to the messages today and see where you can love someone's qualities but be so fed up with their poor behavior that you're on the fence as to whether or not you need to cut ties with them go separate ways? Can you be the person who recognized that you are not grown up in this relationship and you have caused problems? And perhaps this is why your partner wants to leave you or why your sister or brother won't call you. Like this is really important. And I hope at this point that people are not listening for face value. Lynn's story is a great story, but this is a lot of people's marriages. This is at some point because of abuse, she chose laziness the yeah. protectiveness that, that, pardon me, the behavior that once existed as protectiveness turned into laziness. Yes. Yes. And, and as you're saying, Kelly, you know, if this is your parent, don't be those kids that take advantage of it and then see your own benefit out of it and not hold your mom accountable and not challenge your dad's behavior. Be an adult. Be a grown-up adult in that family instead of a child. Mm-hmm. of those parents when you're in your 40s. I mean, geez, grow up. All of them have to grow up. That's a whole family that will not grow up. Mom, dad, kids, step or um, in-laws, grandchildren, none of them are going to grow up. Mm-hmm. And so today, in this, this call with Lynn, she was asked as the matriarch, are you going to grow up? I think it was a wonderful conversation between her and her soul. And I got to give her a ton of credit. Yeah. She showed up to hear her soul. She listened. She wrote her notes and they, we doodled. And not that they were perfect notes, but I sent her what I could. It was scratchy and stuff, but she had made her own. She recorded it Good. so that she could sit down and go over the notes again. And then the guide said, you know, you could pick one of your children and share this show with. And then sit down and ask for a private conversation with them and say, this is my plan. Mm -hmm. So I won't be babysitting your kids. I'm going to go back to work for the last two years. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in and speak to my boss. I want to see if I can work this through. I'm not asking a doctor for a leave for anxiety because... I've created it. I was the one that created it. Yeah. Cool. Well done. Thank you. That's that's very kind. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Lynn, well done. Yeah. Yeah. I I keep uh, like more and more clients I think from listening to these shows are realizing that they can come back for more and more sessions now instead of like thinking they can only call us once for whatever oh. reason. Again, lots to learn. Yes. And I look forward to <laughs> for me. No. I, okay. Um, I look forward to somebody like Lynn coming back mm-hmm. and not that I'm going to remember her, but hopefully that the guides would be able to channel again and say, you grew, mm-hmm. you, you seized your moment, you, you know, you made your notes, you went back and her boss wants to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. She's waiting for this, not for another note saying another year. She wants Lynn to come back and sit down and say, Lynn, tell me what you need. Her boss is ready, but Lynn can't even believe that when we, she first makes the phone call. And of course not. She's been lying. Mm-hmm. You can't think the best of somebody else when you're lying. That's quotable. Good. Yeah, I know it to be true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. 
Okay. So if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at um, And if you are interested, as we mentioned in show notes, you can head over to patreon.com slash and join us in the tiered membership. Um, and I will encourage everyone, uh, and I say encourage because we do need it. If you have time to like, share, comment, review, leave a testimonial, every single tiny bit of that helps us um, spread the word to a larger population. And that uh, that's an incredible thing that you can do for us and we very much appreciate that in advance. Have a great weekend.